Hey, hey, thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Adam Benzman, and welcome to the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel, your number one resource for free roofing sales training on YouTube and your go-to listen for when you're out driving in your truck, needing some inspiration on how to market yourself, generate leads, overcome objections, and get more sales. If you'd like to join the Roof Strategist Insiders and get a free copy of my ebook, Three Tricks to Get to the Kitchen Table, and get emails every Tuesday with new episode notifications, insider tips, tricks, and the occasional lives that I do, head on over to www.roofstrategist.com and sign up right now for free. That's all, and let's hop right into this week's episode. All right, welcome back, everybody. Adam here, the Roof Strategist, and today I am joined by an old friend, an old client who's into new ventures in the supplementing world uh, named Mike, and I'm going to introduce you guys here in a minute, and right before I do, um, I want to just kind of set the stage for what we're going to be covering in today's video, which is supplementing, which has been a highly requested video for the channel, along with information on how to position the supplementing process during the sale so you to the customer, you don't throw the uncle under the bus, you might be the agent, and you look like a hero on their team. So without further ado, Mike Braun, welcome to the channel uh, with Elite Claim Solutions. So Mike, introduce yourself. How do we yeah, meet? Let's, let's <laughs> Hi everybody. Yeah. Um, so Mike Braun, uh, owner and managing director of Elite Claim Solutions. Um, I've known Adam for, I mean, what, 10 years now maybe? Has it been that long? Something like long that. Time. A long time. Yeah, a long time. Uh, Adam and I got connected through a friend of mine who owns a uh, church restoration firm. Uh, Adam was working there. I was, uh, um, I wasn't really even working with the guy at the time. We were just buddies and got connected with Adam through that and, uh, kind of have stayed connected over the years. And he's done some, some work with me at uh, my construction company. So I got into this industry, uh, when I was 18, uh, as a sales rep in Omaha, Nebraska, where I grew up. Um, and then I went and did the whole travel around for a little while thing and decided that life um, didn't suit me real well. So I found a, a big company that I could kind of settle down in, moved into management, and then eventually went on and started uh, my own company in 06 called 123 Exteriors. Started in a suburb of Chicago, Bolingbrook, um, in a little 600 square foot month to month rent office like a lot of, a lot of guys do. Uh, I love to tell the story that I rented my first computers because I didn't have the money to buy computers. So I found a guy to rent me three computers for 60 bucks a month um, and, uh, and grew it into uh, kind of one of the longest lasting and largest insurance restoration firms in the country. Um, we had eight locations, all permanent um, locations throughout the Midwest, uh, 10 plus million in revenue, a um, few hundred people working for us uh, and sold that company uh, recently um, and started focusing my time on one of my other ventures, Elite Claim Solutions. Yeah. So Mike, thanks for the intro. And for those just to bring you up to speed. So I, I worked with Mike way back when on kind of some hiring, growing a sales team. And uh, the other day I got on LinkedIn and, and I got a, a request to like Elite Claim Solution for Mike. And I haven't talked to Mike in like a couple of years. So we reached out, I'm like, dude, Elite Claim Solution, what are you up to? So th this, this is what led to this. And it was perfect timing because my inbox from the Lockdown Lives has been full with requests. How do we handle supplementing? Who do you recommend? Do we do them in-house? Do we outsource? So we're going to jump right into giving you kind of all those answers because it is a uh, quite the, the woolly mammoth in the industry and everyone wants to make the most of the sales that they're bringing in. So 
last thing before we jump into the nitty gritty details. Um, before we leave, I'm going to let you know how to get in touch with, with Mike because he is offering services to help contractors. Um, he's like me. He wants to work with good people. And we just seem to magnetize the good people. So uh, that's first thing. And second thing, if you are not already supplementing your jobs, it is something that you absolutely must do. Um, my rookie mistake, Mike, maybe you made it too, was to just push jobs through because you thought, well, the insurance is paying this. I got to do it. And ultimately, that's where your profit comes in. And it is worth if you supplement even a few hundred dollars, even the cost of a permit on every job you do, that's a lot of money, a lot. We could run projections all day long, but let's jump right in. So um, Mike, why don't you just share, if you don't mind, the, the inspiration of starting Elite Claims, and then let's talk some, some actionable supplementing tips. Yeah, so, uh, so Elite actually didn't start as Elite. Um, elite started as a division inside my old construction company, 123 Exteriors, called Customer Accounts and Claims. And in 2012, uh, we just ran the analysis because I did, I was doing exactly the same thing you just said. We got paid this, this is a volume-based business, do the job, move on to the next one, do the job, move on to the next one. That was our strategy. Um, and we, we ran the math and said, wait a second, an average permit for us was 125 bucks. We didn't supplement for permits and weren't paid on, you know, X number of jobs that year. And it was $76,000 that we didn't supplement for. In permits, we had paid the fees and we didn't supplement for them. So I was like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? So we said, all right, we need to figure this out. So we, we hired someone um, and had them start. Uh, basically, in the, in the beginning, it was supplement for permits. I mean, that was kind of where it started. Um, and we got really good at it as we learned more about the supplementing process and what we were missing. Uh, we started to realize that supplementing isn't about uh, just a permit. It's about um, getting paid what you deserve for the work that you do. That's really what supplementing is about. There, it's not a gimmick. It's not a scheme. Uh, it's the insurance companies have made the rules. Xactimate has set the standard. If you can figure out Xactimate uh, and you know the rules of the insurance companies, then all you're doing is asking to be paid what you deserve on each job. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what we started doing. And then in 2017, I did, uh, at 123, I did this thing called 123 Shark Tank, where I had uh, all my senior leadership team come in and pitch an idea of a new business that we could start and they would get a bonus if they won and then some money to fund the business. And out of that was born uh, uh, the supplementing company, um, which initially was called Your Estimate Writers and we rebranded it to Elite. And anyway, but uh, that's where it all started. It was a Shark Tank idea. And I was, uh, you know, I was Mark Cuban sitting behind the desk and we had a few other, few other management people sitting there and, um, and that's where it began, yeah. That's phenomenal. And, and Mike, I haven't, I don't know if I ever had an opportunity to share this with you when we were working together more deeply, the company culture that you had and the leadership that you had at one, two, three, both you as a leader and the people beneath you was, was one of the best in the industry, uh, bar none from anyone I've even spoken with, like phenomenal running those ideas and, and, and empowering the team to come up with stuff is great. And, and you said two things, by the way, that were powerful. So $76,000 in permits alone, by the way, if you're a salesperson watching, um, and even if there was $10,000, Mike, 10,000 bucks on job costs, what's that going to equal on a commission that they could have made 10, let's say 10, 40 split. I suck at math. So 
Yeah. <laughs> I got to get my phone out for that. But that's still probably thousands of dollars of oh, yeah. mission. So salespeople, oh, yeah. you need to ride the boat. You need to push your, your team to, to have your back on this because this is literally money that you are handing over. And if that's yeah. two, 300 bucks per job, that adds up. That's money in your pocket that's gone out. And the other thing too is that, that Mike said is getting paid what you deserve. Yeah. This is not only what you deserve, but would you agree, Mike, that it's what the homeowner deserves as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. If um, you're not getting paid what you deserve, then the homeowner isn't getting what they deserve. Mm -hmm. right? And ultimately, that's the objective is make sure that the client gets what they deserve on each yeah. client. And on the sales process, it was funny, I actually just covered this in yesterday's Lockdown Live I did, was um, communicating with homeowner the difference between assessment and price. So mm -hmm. often homeowners are going to want an estimate or a price and shifting the conversation to an assessment because all this is is getting paid what you deserve, right? Documenting what's up there, what's the measurement, inputting it into Xactimate and understanding how to get to that material. And I've told this story, which we all have, especially someone like you who's done thousands of jobs. You have that one story where an insurance company gives an inch, we're going to pay for the, the gutter protection, and then it turns into a full roof replacement because they've made what I call the working commitment. Yeah. So, um, Mike, before we jumped on this, you and I talked and you'd mentioned two things like kind of the big mistakes that people make by painting the insurance company in a certain light. You want to talk to that a little bit, but kind of about how you position your, your process with the insurance company? Yeah. So I think it's one of the most important conversations going on in the industry right now. Um, and, uh, it's, it's really a question of who is the enemy? Um, and, and quite frankly, is there an enemy? I think is a better way to say it. Uh, there's a big conversation going on right now in the industry that says the insurance company is the enemy. And I just don't understand it because the insurance company holds the checkbook, right? They control the process. They are in charge. And I'm not saying that every insurance company and adjuster is, you know, a saint, uh, but they are who we have to work with as an industry. Um, they write the check, they create the rules, um, and uh, smart contractors figure out how to work within that, I think. And so I think the question isn't, is the insurance company the industry or the enemy? The question is, uh, do you know how to work with the insurance company to ensure that you are getting paid what you deserve? in a way that doesn't make them um, angry with you as a contractor. And I think this is one of the most important things that contractors need to understand and that they get worried about. When I talk to contractors and they say, I don't wanna use a supplementing firm because I'm gonna get blacklisted by the insurance company. They're not gonna to talk to me. My reputation is gonna get ruined. Well, that's true if your supplementing firm is making up a bunch of nonsense and supplementing for things that aren't true. Um, or that they shouldn't be paid for, or that you shouldn't be paid for. But if you supplement for things that you deserve to be paid for, that you can back up with proof via photos and documentation, then all you're doing is saying, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Insurance Company, uh, you're really busy and you missed this thing on this particular job. Um, and it's in your rules that you'll pay for this. So I'm just asking you to do that. And they don't get upset. They get it. They understand. They want their cycle time, which is how fast they process a claim, to go down. They want it to be as quick as possible. So if you can show these things to them with real proof, it's not a problem. They're not the enemy. That's that's powerful. And uh, the <laughs> I I, I want to. You'll find me repeating things a lot and it's by design because I know that people need to hear it. And if we're driving around, 
So the insurance company is not the enemy. And I've had this happen too, where I've been up uh, where we supplemented a few things and, and things got a little heated in house uh, with sure. the insurance company. And then I show up with a, with one of the sales guys that we were training for an adjuster and the adjuster goes, he literally dropped his head back and rolls. I, Oh, it's you guys again. And I was like, yeah. okay, this is not good. Right. And on the other side, you have those relationships where an adjuster is going to walk you to the next customer. Hey, I have another adjustment after this. They don't have a contract. Do you want an introduction? You're like, oh yeah, I'll cancel everything. Let's go do this. So they're not the, the enemy. And yes, ultimately the insurance is the one that's paying us. It's not the homeowner. Like that's a fallacy that we all think that, that we're selling to the homeowner. All we're doing is going after the homeowner and saying, hey, you have a need, uh, which is getting a roof fixed or replaced. You're not even paying for it. I'm the facilitator. The insurance company is fronting the bill. And the last thing is that it's so important to manage your reputation because once you get, as you put it, blacklisted, that's a very hard thing to unbury yourself from. So on that front, and especially when you talked about processing claims quickly, every salesperson listening and every owner listening or watching, it is so important that you document things thoroughly throughout the process and be efficient. Your time is valuable. So is theirs put it all together at once. So um, Mike, the most common question that I get are, what are the top items to supplement for? Is that something you can speak to? Like the, what are the most common line item things, top five, 10, whatever comes to mind that you, that you repeatedly push through on claims? Yeah. So I think that question is interesting because there's two different answers. <clears throat> and this is important to know. And I think a contractor, uh, you know, someone who, who, who sat in all of your listeners' shoes understands this or maybe uh, someone who was an exit church adjuster uh, or so on and so forth might not. There's a pre-install supplement and a post-install supplement. And those two things are different and both very important. And pre-install is one of the way, pre-install supplements is one of the ways that you manage your reputation with the carrier because they want you to ask for things before the install happens, not afterwards. So if you do that well, they don't get upset. So that's number one. So in any case, in a pre-install supplement, uh, some of the easy things are steep, right? A lot of times that's mist, um, uh, ice and water shield, how much ice and water shield, that's a big one. You know, do you have to go two feet inside the interior wall? What size is the, is the uh, overhang? Those types of questions. Um, uh, in certain markets, I always think this one's great because people just don't think about it. Pools. So, uh, yeah, th- this is one of my favorite ones. So we get a picture, uh, you know, on a job at Elite that our clients, you know, if they're in a CRM, we log in their CRM, look at the photos that they uploaded. Like you just said, so important. They document everything. And we see a pool. Well, that's an auto, depending on the size of the pool. But on average, it's almost a $1,000 supplement to cover that pool. Almost a 1000 bucks. And you're going to cover the pool if you're a good contractor. You don't want to buy a new pool pump when all the debris falls in that pool. So you're doing this anyway. This is what I mean by get paid what you deserve. You're going to do this work. You should get paid for it. You have to know where the line item exists and Xactimate. You have to be able to photo document it. When you do, it's a very easy thing to approve. thousand bucks to cover that pool. And the insurance company, again, not because they're bad, not because they're the enemy, but just because most people don't ask for it. They don't put that on the estimate typically. That's not a normally included thing. You have to prove it and ask for it. Um, so those are some of the big things in pre-install um, that we ask for. Permits, the one you just did, uh, typically is a post-install thing. 
um, post-student salt supplement. And the reason for that is because, again, you have to prove it. You can't just say, I had to pull a permit and it cost 200 bucks, right? You have to say, here is my permit receipt and it was 200 bucks. You need to you know, reimburse me for the permit. Um, so permits is, is a big one. Uh, additional material is a big one. Um, Post-install, uh, you know, Hover, Eagle View, all these things are game changers in the industry, you know, from some of them newer, some of them from years back. Uh, drone measurements, all those types of things. But depending on waste factors and things like that, uh, you know, you can be short. Um, so uh, additional materials, a big one on post-install. And then another one, there's another one I love. We actually just sent Elite Claim Solutions just posted to our, our blog, which by the way, we, similar to you, Adam, um, I've been watching uh, your YouTube stuff uh, and your videos are amazing. Um, we're not quite as sophisticated as you yet. We're, we're just posting to our blog at this point, but we'll, we'll get there one day. Uh, but anyway, we just posted uh, something to our blog about um, generators. So most of your crews have a generator. Some jobs they need it, some jobs they don't. But if they use a generator on a job and there is a production photo is what we call it of that generator in use at the job site, it's 170 bucks line item and exact. 170 bucks times 100 jobs, that's $17,000 for the year. That's a nice company trip, a good down payment on a, on a new truck, uh, you know, whatever, right? That's, that's, that's $17,000 that's sitting on the table. You use the generator, somebody had to buy that generator, you deserve to be paid for the generator. You just have to show the picture and then know where it exists, where it lives in exact. I, you know, we used to do, these are all great. Um, fall protection. Was that, yeah. is that one you guys do too? Is that yeah. post typically instead of, or is that before? Post because you need to show them where in the harness is. Yeah. Yeah. So there, <clears throat> the reason I was writing this while you're talking is the video is going to cut, show you and you're talking then this here. Yeah, so yeah. for anyone that's a visual person, um, I highlighted these, the pre-installs over here and then post. These are just some of the top items. And obviously, as Mike said, ideally we want to do them up front. I want to tie this real quick to the sales process because as a differentiator, when we are competing in the battlefield of roofing, as I call it, on price, we're beat up on deductibles. He'll waive my deductible. We need to showcase value, obviously presenting assessment versus an estimate and price and getting paid for what needs to happen. This here Everyone watching, let me tell you, and Mike, you probably have is more war stories than I do. <laughs> you touch something, you own it. Right. You are liable. So yeah. if you're covering this pool to protect the pool, get paid for the pool. If you don't and the pool breaks, you're buying pool parts. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than trying to manage both an upset customer and fixing things, trying to find a contractor, getting that contractor as a sub to get you their insurance paperwork, go through all the process to legally work under you so they can get paid. It is a nightmare. Now, from a selling standpoint, being able to explain, hey, Mr. Homeowner, I noticed you had a pool. Did the contractor that you spoke with before talk about the process to protect your pool and your pool pump? And they're going to, but, but we all know what's going to happen and be like, no, they never talked about that. And you're like, great. Well, we have a process. We noticed that the pool wasn't on the original line item estimate from the insurance company. And it is critically important that we protect your property. This is expensive equipment. So here's our process for protecting that pool. We don't want to buy you a new pool cover either. Your pool, I mean, you might want one, but that's a separate story, right? So highlighting all of these things from the sales process makes you look way smarter, way more experienced, 
And when the homeowner realizes that they're not ultimately paying for it, but there is a cost involved, you now have a strong selling point to stand apart from the other guy who wants to give away the deductible, which you can say up front, when someone eats your deductible, they need to make up these costs in some places. Unfortunately, that risk doesn't come to the contractor, it comes to you, the homeowner, such as the $1,000 pool, right? Yeah. This money just doesn't miraculously appear. So I just wanted to tie this in because because so many people overlook the power of communicating the supplementing process in the sales dialogue where they get on the back end and they're like, wait a minute, we signed the contingency agreement and it said 1647 on your document and now it's 20,086 bucks, where'd the difference come? So if you don't manage that in the sales dialogue explaining the process, you're out of luck. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the homeowner's like, well, I don't want to pay you. You said you could do it for this. That money's mine. So again, this is a critical part that so many people overlook on the sales process. So, um, Can I, Adam, do you mind if I, if I touch on that just real quick? Absolutely. Personal experience. So I mentioned 2012, we started this division at one to three exteriors, customer accounts and claims. <clears throat> we had these um, things we called summit meetings where the whole staff would come in from our different offices around the country. We'd meet. Uh, typically the GMs of each location, so on and so forth. And then that information from those summits would go back to the offices, salespeople would be notified of any changes and whatnot. So when this division first started, what you just talked about was the number one concern of everybody. These customers aren't going to give us the money. They're going to freak out. They're going to say you charge more than what, what the original price was, so on and so forth. So you want to know what we did to solve it? It was, it was magic. What did you do? We told customers up front that we were going to supplement the job. It's pretty simple. <laughs> we just communicated the process and our value um, before, not after, not once the extra money arrived, but before it ever arrived by explaining the reason supplements exist. And we had a very simple line. The insurance companies are very busy. These adjusters are getting on 10 plus roofs a day. They just miss things sometimes. And you want to make sure that the contractor you choose doesn't miss anything. And that's what our supplements are for is we're going to make sure that you get the proper system put on your property, <clears throat> the proper precautions taken to protect your property. And by doing that, there are going to be additional items incurred and you're not going to pay for them. We're going to go directly to the insurance company. And don't forget, Mr. And Mrs. Smith customer, uh, our agreement with you says, that we'll do the work for what the insurance company pays or some variation of that, depending on the market you're in. So if we fail and we don't do our job well and we don't get the supplements, I'm still putting in writing that I'm going to do these things for you. I'm going to cover your pool. I'm going to pull a permit. I'm going to do these things anyway. This is a no risk situation for the client. So anyway, it was just about talking about it up front. That was the, that was that's, the whole, that's it, it is, it's funny. It's the magic behind everything that everyone sees in this channel, which is an educational sales process. Right. It's making the it's managing expectations, letting people know what's going to happen next. I was timid as heck when I first started selling that I didn't manage these customer expectations beforehand. So then I'd supplement because I was sheepish and then yeah. I'd show up and they'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Then they think you're greedy and, and all of these these bad ideas that aren't accurate. And the only reason is because of this. So what you what you just said, I love it. Manage the expectations by doing something simple, telling yeah. them that you will supplement. And I had an adjuster. Oh, man, I wonder if I could pull up. I want, you know what? It's funny. I actually have the email printed out. This was not by plan. This was from another live from an adjuster who follows the channel. And he ended up emailing me saying, if I can find it here. Oh man, 
I must have missed it. It was on one of these emails. I read them in a lot. It, I'll give you the summation. So adjuster emails me, says, hey, I'm a former adjuster. Now I'm a contractor. I will tell you, when I worked with respectful contractors who showed up on site, I appreciated it because I was tired. Exactly what you said. I was on seven to 10 roofs a day and it was helpful to have another set of eyes. And I use the analogy always, you're never gonna talk your way out of a ticket. You don't get pulled over by a cop and say, screw you, you guy who's all on an authority kick. You know, yeah. I wasn't speeding, go F yourself. That doesn't work ever. Has anyone had a copy like, you know what, sir, you're right. My apologies <laughs> for pulling right. you over. Have right. a good day. So right. come with kindness. And I always explain on top of that, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this, Mike, is to say, listen, not only am I here now doing my inspection, I'm going to be here with the adjuster. Yeah. I will be here before installation. Yeah. Our team will be here during installation. And then we will be here after installation. Yeah. So do you want someone on your side who's going to have six sets of eyes on this thing throughout the process or the person who's overworked, stressed out and yeah. seeing it once? Right. Of course, right? We're going to catch yeah. it. There will be things. And I had this happen too in an aluminum siding house. It was after the roof was done. Same thing. I always tell my, my, my war stories from being a newbie pulled up into the driveway and it was around uh, sunset. So the sun was casting this, these shadows on the aluminum siding. The aluminum siding was destroyed. Every other time I was at the house, it was midday, sun was up top. I didn't see one dent on that siding. So I was in my truck, snapped that photo. I ended up adding on a full siding wrap. Yeah. Golden. Yep. You Absolutely. just missed it too. Right, because you couldn't see it. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just like any other thing that's, uh, um, you know, you don't, in post-install, they, you know, supplements, you just don't see it until it happens, right? Until that light's just right, until you pull the shingles up and see, wait a second, there actually is three layers, not two to this house. It's all, you know, it's all, it's just, that stuff happens every day. Yeah. I shared one of those war stories uh, on yesterday's Lockdown Live about showing up to a house that was 912, three-story, sold it as retail, turned out to be three layers and a redeck, which I didn't catch. Yeah. Either to the crew. They did a great job covering up all the layers. Homeowner calls me freaking out. And then midway he goes, does this change if it's an insurance claim? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sure it does. Especially because I wrote the retail estimate in Xactimate and forgot to change the pitch from 412 to 912. So uh, I myself. Yeah. I think it was four square or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Enough to really destroy my commission. But yeah. Um, so this is great stuff. Just to recap for everyone, manage expectations beforehand. So in your sales process, two big bullet points. One, explain to the customer that there will be a supplement so they are not thinking you're slimy. Number two, use all of these things like covering the pool and the additional work you're going to do as a selling point to showcase your focus on detail and experience because chances are the other guy didn't. And if you can document all your pre-install supplements up front and make sure to have your, your install, excuse me, your post-install supplements, these were the top items that Mike mentioned, documented thoroughly to delivered. And I want to tee up Mike here because Mike is able to obviously work with you guys on this. There's no secret for that. And I want to just turn it over to you, Mike, just to talk about kind of what you guys do, how the process works, and then how people can get in touch with you if they want to chat and see if it's a good fit. Sure. Um, so first and foremost, the, the process we try to make as simple as humanly possible. So let's pretend you're a contractor, whether you've been around for six months or, or six years, you may not have all of the forms and resources that you need to do a, a quality uh, pre and post install checklist of the items you need to get paid properly on the jobs that, that you do. 
So we'll provide those things to you if you don't have them. We don't require that you use them, but we wanna be a resource for our clients. So we have a inspection checklist, we have a photo checklist. These things are, we're not gonna say, okay, to work with us, you need to now develop all these procedures. We say, here they are, if you wanna use them, this would be helpful to make sure you're getting paid for what you deserve. So that's one. Two, um, if you use a CRM, an AccuLinks, a Job Nimbus, whatever, we have good relationships with all of them. Um, we simply log into your system. You don't have to send us everything. There's no emails, wait a second, there's 400 photos here, the bouncing back on my email all the time, how do we do this? We simply log into your system and uh, we, we, in our onboarding process, determine what phase in the process you want us to pick up your jobs. And my team has someone dedicated to watch that on a daily basis. They log in, they see what's there, there's our new jobs, they're assigned to our writing team and communication goes back to you. So it's, you know, some people think it's a big arduous process to get all the information over to a supplementer. Um, and certainly could be, but in our case, especially coming from the contracting world, I can't slow you down. The point of this is I need to speed you up. I need to make you go faster um, and help you go faster. So we just wanna be in your system directly. If you don't use a CRM, we have two things we can do. You can use a Drive or a Dropbox type system, or we can recommend uh, one of our, our CRMs that, that we know well um, and help you kind of with that. Uh, you know, again, not a requirement, but, but we can do that for folks. Once the claim comes to us, again, ideally we're looking at claims before they're installed. Um, so our, our internal process is every claim is looked at, every supplement is looked at by two different people. So we have a writer, kind of our, our normal writer who picks up uh, each job. They review photos, uh, write the exact, and then a manager reviews it, and then it's sent to the carrier. When it's sent to the carrier, it's um, uh, then followed up on every, every 48 hours by a team member. So we're not just sending and, you know, it's not a set and forget uh, type thing. Uh, we're sending and then following up, which is one of the key pieces of the whole process. You just mentioned an adjuster who said seven to 10 roofs a day. I mentioned the guy 10 roofs a day. These people are busy. They are very busy. They have a stack of these things sitting on their desk or in their email. Believe me, if you're not following up, your thing doesn't move up that stack very quickly. So that follow-up is important and they want to get it resolved. So if you give them the opportunity by following up and saying, hey, I'm here now, I'm right here, I'm on the phone or I just emailed you, let's get this done. They are graded on that cycle time. They want to close this thing out. But if you're not following up, it's gonna sit in the pile because somebody else is following up, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, so we're constantly following up. Then once that, that's approved, we notify you of the approval for the pre-production. Um, of course, all of our documentation, everything is uploaded to your system, so it's full transparency. Post-production comes around, you, you, you know, we watch your system, notice when you, the install happens. We again review photos, your post-production photo or production photos. Any documentation you have, permits, things like that. Same process for the supplement. And then when the job is, when that's done and that supplement is approved, we file for depreciation and we follow up on the depreciation. This is a huge uh, value for our clients. And one of the things we, um, our clients kind of talk to us about most. So I'll just give you one example. We had a client who pre-using Elite had their collection time was roughly 70-ish days. Which Ooh. is, yeah, which to be honest, from the folks we talk about, isn't that crazy in this industry with, with how long depreciation takes to be released, so on and so forth. I mean, it's just a, it's a process. We all know it. And cash flow is the number one killer of contractors. We all know that too, right? Managing that cash flow is so important. 
with Elite, within, uh, I think it was about 30 to 45 days, uh, down to seven days. Seven? Seven to nine. Seven to nine. Yep. So depreciation was typically released within uh, three to five days, customer had the check. If there's no mortgage company, you know, you're going to pick it up versus, versus 70 days. Uh, so we're following up on that depreciation constantly until it's released. Um, and then for us, we, we don't get paid until we know that that check has been released. So there's no risk to contractors. You're not paying us an hourly fee, a monthly rate. We're not a subscription that you have to join and pay us whether we perform or not. If we perform, then we get paid. And if we don't, we don't. And we don't ask to be paid until we know that money's been released. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of our process. That, that's awesome. And I, sh I should have said this up front. I have zero financial incentive for bringing Mike on here. I just want to make that clear to everybody. I'm, I brought him on because I believe in what he's doing. I've worked with him in the past. And, and Mike and I share a similar philosophy of, of working with good people who are out there to serve customers with integrity, do the right thing, make people happy, and develop really lasting relationships, not only with our, the customers you serve, the people on your sales team, the insurance company, the adjusters, and everybody. Um, so if you're interested in, in chatting with Mike, I don't get a penny. It doesn't matter. I want you guys to set up a chat and explore a good fit for you. If it's a good fit, Mike's going to help you get paid quicker. He's going to help you get, get jobs paid for. Oh, I already raised that part. What you deserve, make customers happy. And most for sales guys that are watching, because I know a large percentage of my audience is salespeople, this helps you get paid quicker. Because we all know the worst thing is when you're counting those chickens and you're just sitting there like, job's done, I want my commission. Um, so that's a, that's a great thing. And, and if, if for any reason you're not a good fit for Mike, follow up on those, that depreciation check so you can get paid. Because the one thing I found my sales team doing too, I was like, dude, your money is on the street. All you got to do is go get it. Like you did the work. Just yeah. go pick up the check. Right. So, right. Uh, Mike, how, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, uh, two, two ways. One, uh, go to our website, which is Elite Claim, not claims, claimsolution.com, solutions.com, eliteclaimsolutions.com and use the contact us or feel free to email me directly, which is mbraun, which is B as in boy, R-A-U-N, at eliteclaimsolutions.com. Uh, so mbraun at eliteclaimsolutions.com or go to our website. Cool, awesome. And I'll put links to that in the video description. And if you're listening on the podcast, there'll be a link in the description as well. Um, Mike, thanks for being on here. Any closing remarks before we call it a wrap today? Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I really want to reiterate because it's one of the things we get asked about most, uh, the importance of, of supplementing, whether you're doing it yourself or using a firm with integrity and honesty. And if you do that, uh, you are not going to hurt your reputation. In fact, you're going to build your reputation with the carriers. It's such a key piece of all this. And like I said, it's a fundamental um, kind of discussion point in the industry right now that I really wanted to, uh, not that my voice matters that much, but I'll throw it out there, wanted to lend my voice to, you know, we, just, we have to work with, with these companies and these people on the insurance side. If we do it the right way, everyone benefits. Yeah. And that's what we're really trying to do to lead. Yep. I mean, you think of it in terms of, I, I don't want to open the politics can of worms, but no matter what side you lean on or anything, it's a, it's a two-party street. There's a lot of decision makers in there. And ultimately, the only way to get things done is to find a way to, to figure out the path yeah. forward. There's right. times you're going to agree. There's times you're not going to agree. But when you do things with integrity, you're going to get to a solution. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, it's a long-term play because we all know, and I don't want to name names of insurance companies. Everyone's got their, their target. Yeah. 
there are some that are easier to work with. There are some that are more challenging. Things change. I'm sure viewers are going to have a ton of questions like, well, what do you do when this company pays for X? And then this company says you have to re reuse box vents because it's not damaged. All those questions, email Mike yep. to, to find out because the stuff changes. This could be different next week than it is today. Yep. Um, but you just need to do it on the up and up. So, um, Mike, thanks a ton for, for being you. here and willing to do this. And uh, I'll drop those show notes below and we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks so much, Adam. Hey, hey, thanks again for joining me for this week's episode of the Roof Strategist podcast and YouTube channel. If you are out on a roof or driving around, you'll find everything you need right there in the show notes. So click for all the links, the description, and if you have any questions, email me personally, adam at roofstrategist.com. Thanks again, and I will see you next Tuesday.